BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The International Olympic Committee will consider 26 new sports for the 2020 Olympiad. Murph, what are you backing? I'm throwing all my weight behind my Aunt Bertha's all-time favorite sport, bridge. And who knows, by 2024, maybe we can get uh, Jenga, Yahtzee on the ballot. For real. Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to sound off. No light? We're on? Okay. Well, that's information we could have used 10 seconds ago. (laughs) I'm waiting for the light. Okay, we are on. Keith Murphy, John Sears. Sound off is live tonight. Uh, Bridge, by the way, is an actual sport being voted on to be included in the 2020 Olympics. What is the definition of sport nowadays? Well, uh, Does it just mean if you're competing against somebody in anything? The courts in England ruled that bridge is a sport. That was actually a court case. So by the court's definition in England, bridge is a sport. I would like to see tug of war. That's also up. I'd love to see tug of war. Just think about it. Get 10 of the biggest guys from every country pulling on that rope. Loser like falls into a big pit. We have a couple of hot topics. Hot topic number one, ISU shows off a new basketball coach, Steve Prohm, formerly of Murray State. He's the new head cyclone. What do you think of the Prohm hire? Call 515-282-9010 to enter the Prohm zone. Another hot topic, LeBron James is not playing Golden State by himself, but it sure feels that way. John, you kind of inspired this one a couple of weeks ago. You got a lot of people all worked up. Sound off survey. Who you got? LeBron or Jordan? Hmm. Iowa State makes its choice for a tough job following Fred Hoiberg. Steve Prohm can't replace the icon, but he can replace the coach. Prohm seems a good fit in every way, cut from the same cloth as Hoiberg. Prohm took the job in part because it's one of the few times in history a new coach could start with his team ranked in the top five. Prohm will win, and he'll win a lot in year one. After that, we just don't know. Nothing to not like, but we don't know. National experts raved when Iowa hired Todd Licklider. Greg McDermott made sense at ISU. Steve Prohm will have to prove he can recruit Big 12 caliber players. We already know he can coach. That's why if Prohm can figure out a way to soothe feelings and add TJ Otzelberger to his staff, everybody wins. Athletics director Jamie Pollard now fully realizes just how much his president cares about sports. That's an adjustment. But as long as President Leith doesn't micromanage, it's a positive. Bosses want input. As long as they allow us to do our jobs, it should be welcome. Fred Hoiberg showed up on the Blackhawks video board, but more importantly, 
he showed up at the Fred Hoiberg basketball camp. Hoiberg wasn't expected, and the term happy camper hit home. Great news from Margaret McCaffrey on her son, Patrick. Latest scan shows Pat cancer-free. Pat McCaffrey's battle has impacted his father immeasurably. As the Cavs fight the Warriors with LeBron and four guys from the Y, we should pause and appreciate LeBron's greatness. 40 points, 14 rebounds, and 11 assists tonight in Game 5. He's made finishing third in the MVP voting a joke. And truth be told, he's the MVP of this series no matter who wins. And this is a guy I criticized a few years ago on this show for disappearing in big moments. And Pizza Hut, you've gone too far this time. Hot dog encrusted pizza? Mm -hmm. When is a hot dog not enough? Or when is a pizza not enough? We need both? I'm not even sure John Sears would eat this pizza, and John Sears will eat anything. Keith, I would. I'll give it a shot. <laughs> but am I missing something, or isn't the hot dog pizza just a pizza with corn dogs on the side? Keith, I think Steve Prohm put a lot of Cyclone fans at ease this week by saying all the right things. He's not Fred, but he's probably the closest thing you'll find in replicating Hoiberg. Team first, calm on the sidelines, up-tempo style, and he even had a team at Murray State just like Iowa State, a mix of JUCOs, transfers, and high school players. Time will be the ultimate judge, but I like the hire. LeBron James has been fantastic in the NBA Finals. He's the best player on the floor. His numbers are off the, charge, off the charts. That's not surprising considering his supporting cast. His shooting percentage hasn't been good, but that doesn't matter because LeBron has to shoot it 30-plus times a game for the Cavs to have a chance. This series is a perfect example of how winning trumps all stats. Normally, the media would be killing LeBron for his shooting, but because the Cavs have surprised a lot of people, won two games, LeBron gets a pass on his shooting, which he should. Winning trumps all. When you win, that's what people remember. When you lose, the media will pick apart your stats. If LeBron can find a way to win two more games, it won't matter what he shoots. A championship with this group of misfits? will be legendary. Let's get to some live phone calls. 282-9010 if you'd like to join the conversation. We do have one line open right now. Let's get it started with uh, James. James is uh, in his man cave. Uh, James, what do you what'd you think of tonight's Game 5 in the NBA Finals? Uh, it was another exciting game. LeBron did all he could, but unfortunately his backpack is not big enough. He can't you know, take this team to the top of the mountain this year. A lot of injuries, but... He's doing all he can. It's been an exciting uh, series, maybe minus game four, but, you know, he's doing all he can. James, you sound like you're an NBA fan. Do you think LeBron James should be considered, maybe should win MVP of this finals, even if the Cavs don't win? I, I do think so, at least some consideration. I don't know. It's tough for a player on the losing team in the series to be considered for MVP, but... In this series, I think he's got to be. He's putting up phenomenal numbers. He might average a triple-double in the series. Thanks, James. Has there, uh, good call. Has there ever been an MVP winner not come from the winning team in, in NBA? I, I think in other sports there have been, but I don't remember in the NBA Finals there have been. I, I don't I would, I don't know. Because it's usually – I would love to know. I know in the Super Bowl it's happened. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you think, like, you know, Jordan and Duncan and LeBron, every time they win, but LeBron's been so good – he could be the MVP. Right. You get to the point of saying, well, if he's the most valuable, how come they didn't win? But in this case, when you consider the supporting cast, 
it's unbelievable they've won two games and they were an overtime away uh, from winning a third game. I, I feel like tonight with Steph Curry dropping 37, this may have sealed the MVP for him should the Warriors win it all. Uh, Ryan is in Clive. Ryan, uh, I said last week whoever wins game four will go on to win this series. I'm feeling even better about that uh, tonight. What do you think? No, I think you're absolutely right, Keith. I got the Warriors going to win it in Cleveland. So you're saying um, it's not even going seven. You think they're going to close it out next game? Yeah, I do. I do. I think it's over. Uh, you know, I, I got a friend in the Bay Area. He said he's tired of uh, San Francisco winning all their championships or the Bay Area winning all their championships on the road. So <laughs> that's what they're complaining about out there. Well, the, the Warriors won game four, and that's the first time that the, the Cavs started to look really tired, John. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then tonight, uh, they, Cleveland actually was leading in the fourth quarter, but they just they look exhausted. Della Vadova has come back to earth. He's back, back to, reality. To, to being a role player, and you're starting to see why he's not a starter. You knew he would hit the wall, so it, it feels over, but they have LeBron James, so... Cleveland and, could win game And six. the crazy thing that's going to come up, no matter who wins in this series, I think we expect Gold State to probably pull this out, but people will start asking the question, uh, had Kyrie Irving not gotten injured, had Kevin Love not gotten injured, what would the Cavs have been like? Because obviously LeBron's stats would not be this high because they would take a lot more shots, but it's kind of odd to talk about that. Would the Cavs be better or about the same? I would have to believe they'd be better than that second option. Bill is in Ames, and uh, Bill, you have a new basketball coach at Iowa State. What do you think of Steve Prohm? Well, you know, uh, we'll see how she um, how's it goes. Um, Hopefully, he'll have some great success. But my question is, uh, how can the team was it Murphy uh, uh, or the Racer team only uh, lost five games and they didn't go in the NCAA? How come is that? Well, out of the out of a uh, good question, the in the NC in NCAA they rate the conferences what they call an RPI. They rate them by by strength, and there's what John around 30 conferences. Yeah. And Murray State was in, in near the weakest conference. And in they America. didn't win their conference tournament. Right. They yeah. lost. They were they were upset in the conference tournament. They did win the regular season, yeah. of course. Uh, and that automatic bid to the Ohio Valley goes to the tournament winner. After winning all those games in a row, you, you might expect Murray State to be in anyway. Uh, but they didn't get invited. I think, I think the Ohio Valley is rated the 25, 25th strongest conference. The Big 12 was rated number one, although it didn't play like number one in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, it, it's a pretty weak conference. But Murray State has always had pretty good teams the past couple of years. Yeah. Uh, on Twitter, Jerry West, 1969 NBA Finals, the only player to win the MVP. The Celtics won that title in 69, but Jerry West the logo won the won the NBA finals MVP so a lot of people chiming in on that on Twitter so right, appreciate uh, that. that that's good to know because yeah. that could become very interesting especially tonight aside Steph Curry hasn't been running away with the MVP Iguodala has actually been discussed as a, po- a potential MVP yeah and you know Curry's been putting up you know 23 to 25 points a game but tonight I think was the night where if they can close it out, if he has a pretty good game next game, I think you, you probably have to give it to him. Becky and Bondurant, Alex, uh, Gary and Des Moines all want to talk. We'll get to them in a minute, but it's time for lookalikes with a local connection. Old Spice judges, first of all, we want to show this photo tweeted out by Jamie Pollard. It's the prone Pollard selfie, and dozens of you, including Mardell and Story City, Steve Good, among many others, thought Prome and Pollard look like brothers. 
In this photo, yes. I agree. Right, yeah. Look so at this. Apparently so does Old Spice. It didn't take long for the prom look-alikes to roll roll in, John. Yeah. We knew this would happen, and boy, did it ever. Oh. Oh. Steve Prom told me that Steve Prom looks like Mavs owner Mark Cuban. Do you agree, Old Spice? It's a Hall of Fame one right there. Yeah, I asked him who he gets uh, compared to the most, and that's what Steve Prom said. Brett thinks Steve Prom looks like sportscaster Doug Gottlieb. <laughs> Old Spice. He doesn't like that one? I kind of think he does. It, it, it's not as close it's as It's not Cuban, as good as Cuban. It's pretty close. Here's my opinion of how Steve Prome will do at Iowa State. It's as fruitless as an oak tree. I'll explain next in What's Bugging Andy. Like us on Facebook. It's the Sound Off Nation. Brent Wright seems like a plug and play fit. So the transition should be smooth. Seems like a plug and play. Plug and play fit. Oh, plug and play fit. Okay, got it. Like to see the direction and success on the recruiting trail. I don't think the NBA salesmanship of Hoiberg is going to ring true with transfers with Prome. TJ says, always hard to follow a legend, but Prome has the offensive philosophy, the recruiting acumen, and the personality to do great things at Iowa State. Kerry writes, any coach following our Mayor McDreamy, is going to have a tough act to follow. Like everyone else, I went to Google when his name was announced. That's what Monte Morris did. Uh, he needs to prove himself on the court, but seems like a good choice. Mandy writes, I was on the fence when he was hired. I'm glad I had the opportunity to see the press conference. I'm very optimistic now because of his passion, dedication, and understand his plan for the future. Looking forward to the season. Andy wants to tell you exactly what you can expect in the Steve Prohm era. But if he did, he'd be just another hot take blowhard. It's what's bugging Andy. Guys, this week I stopped for a moment to count. Steve Prohm marks the 13th new men's basketball coach that's been hired in my time here at Channel 13. I'm only counting Iowa State, Iowa, UNI, and Drake, and again, I'm only counting men's basketball. All in all, I have seen and covered a whole bunch of coaching changes. Each coach is a little different, and so is each coaching search, but there's one part that's always pretty much the same, and that's what's bugging me tonight. Every time there is a new coaching hire, there is a line of media and fans who file in to make a quick and definitive proclamation about the quality of the hire, and then hordes of others quickly jump on board to agree or disagree. Now, I understand that the pundits are called on for their opinions of the hires, and it's their job to give them, but for everyone else, I wonder, what's the rush? Up until about two weeks ago, I'd never heard of Steve Prohm. And even those who had had only known him as the coach at Murray State. We have no idea how he'll do here in Iowa. None. Zilch. Zip. He looks good on paper. Up-tempo offense, good recruiter, nice guy. But paper means next to nothing when the guy switches schools, players, conferences, and expectations. That's not being pessimistic. That's being realistic. The same people who were all excited over the hiring of Steve Prohm were doing backflips over the hiring of Gene Chizik. I mean, the guy practically walked on the waters of the Skunk River. Ticket sales went nuts, and as it turned out, all those fans got were five wins over two years and a Gene Chizik coin that ended up being worth less than a token for the Des Moines subway. 
Same thing with Todd Licklider. He was the National Coach of the Year and the perfect antithesis to his predecessor, Captain D-Bag. <laughs> Media experts from across the country absolutely loved the hire. They called it a great contract, and it was for Licklider. It's probably still paying him not to coach. Then there were those who went the other direction. Remember how welcome the announcement of Keno Davis was? Me neither. It somehow made Drake fans seem even more dead. And how'd that end up working out? He ended up being the biggest thing on Forest Avenue since Peggy started serving hard alcohol. And speaking of rolling out the unwelcome mat, Hawkeye fans got more excited about the open container law than they did about the hiring of Kirk Ferentz. And Ferentz ended up making Bob Bowlesby look like a genius. We don't know. And I'm not afraid to admit it. That might not make me exciting, but it won't make me wrong either. I gotta wait and see. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. That's a good take, but it's not a hot take, Andy. Come on. Uh, who's in your five features great sports liars? That's next on Sound Off. Follow us on Twitter at SoundOff13. Julie tweets, LeBron is a force and Harrison Barnes is a workhorse. That rhyme. Way to put it down tonight at H. Barnes. Dub Nation. All Dub. heart difference maker. Travis tweets, big week ahead for Cyclone fans as assistant coach watch 2015 heats up and word trickles in about recruits Prome is targeting. In response to the Jordan LeBron question, Joe writes, is this a real question? In the words of Fran McCaffrey, hashtag ask an intelligent question. Of course, hashtag is Aaronis at Jumpman23. B. McCool says, great to hear Prome say defense. After that UAB game, it should be a wake-up call to all the Iowa State coaches no box out in 40 minutes. Who's in your five in honor of the likable and talented Steve Kerr, who admits he lied about his starting lineup Thursday? Sports liars. Number five, Nick Saban. Saban said there was nothing <laughs> to rumors. He'd leave the Dolphins for Alabama. Liar. <laughs> Manti Teo. Maybe he was catfished, but Teo's dead girlfriend was not actually dead or real. Still one of the craziest stories ever. Danny Almonte dominated the Little League World Series partly because he was old enough to drive. <laughs> Rosie Ruiz hid in a porta potty and then ran ahead of the pack to win the Boston Marathon. That really <laughs> happened, liar. And number one, of course, Lance Armstrong not only lied on top of lies, Lance tried to ruin anyone's life who suggested he was lying. Liar. Yeah, that takes balls, or ball. All right, back to live phone calls. <laughs> Becky and Bondurant. Hi, Becky. Hey, I like Steve Prom. To me, he made it sound like, you know, it's all about the team, not about him. And he said players are going to be held accountable, so I think that's a good start there. Hopefully yeah, he gets he, the right assistance. He, had a good, he did have a good press conference. Yeah. He was likable. He said the right things. John, I think with this talented of, of a team coming back, it was really smart, and I'm not saying it was insincere. I'm sure it was sincere, but Prohm kept addressing the team. That yeah. was, that was his, the main point he was trying to get across in the press conferences and all his media appearances was to win his team over, and I think he did. 
A lot of his success rides on next year's team. They have a top 10 team, I think at worst, Sweet 16. But if he can ride that to an Elite Eight and get that recruiting momentum for the next couple years, that'll be huge for next year. Alex on the NBA Finals. Alex, uh, what do you think here, Warriors and Cavs? Hey, Keith. Hey, John. Hey, just got to say, Harrison Barnes, Stephen Curry, they did a really great job tonight against the Cavs, especially with Stephen Curry getting those three-pointers in. I think the goal is the Warriors have got this in the bag for the Finals this year. Got to win one of two, and they'll have one of those at home. You, met, you mentioned Barnes doing the little things. Man, right there, that dunk. But he had so many tip rebounds at the end of the game. Yep. Uh, that The little things, 10 rebounds. He only scored eight points. But, man, he, he's, he's a good playmaker. And then Steph Curry, he's just really good. Yeah, and, and, and Barnes will join uh, at least two other local players from the CIML of. that we can think of. We're probably forgetting somebody, or I, my history doesn't go back more than 25 years or so, but Matt Bullard. With the Rockets, yep. uh, Bobby Hansen with from Dowling with the Bulls, and Harrison Barnes one win away. Uh, he, of course, is from Ames High School. Uh, get a couple more calls from Ron and Creston and Tom in Lambs Grove, but that'll be after we return with Dinosaurs on Face Off. Uh, that's a good week anytime we can work Dinosaurs <laughs> into Sound Off. That's next. You can always email the show. It's old-fashioned. used to be a new thing on yeah, this show. Not anymore. We've been around a while. Sound off at WHOTV.com. I'm not a big fan of the NBA, but after watching Harrison Barnes play in the finals, my faith is somewhat restored. It's really great to see and hear good things about local players. That's a Josh in Nevada. Harrison doing good things. Face-off begins, and as usual, I'll do the heavy lifting. Murph, the Chicago Blackhawks are working on a mini dynasty. That's good for hockey around here, right? Right. Uh, I've seen more Blackhawks gear this week than any week in Iowa history, and that's not even counting Fred Hoiberg's hoodie. Monday night, the Blackhawks can clinch on home ice for the first time since 1938, and that's why wow. tickets are going for 10 grand. You better be the coach of the Bulls to afford that. It's a lot of money. Women's World Cup, in or out? More out than in. Many of us really got into the World Cup last year, but so far that's not making me watch the Women's World Cup. Hope Solo have anything to do with that? No, not really. I've, I've watched all manner of sports featuring people facing sordid allegations. Our pal Tommy Birch told us Jose Canseco will hold an, a home run derby <laughs> at a Cedar Rapids Colonels game. Would you go out of your way to see Jose? No. No, I wouldn't go out of my way to avoid it either, but Canseco is 50. And unless he's still on steroids, I doubt this would be very <laughs> impressive. It should be noted, though, that Canseco's book did more to change baseball than anything else the past 50 years. Nuts as he is, guy was right about everything. He was. And I'd like to see him hit some bombs. All right. More praise for Des Moines. Top five for finding a job, top five for tech workers, and top five for retirement. And I'll just throw this in, top five for awesomeness of those three or four retirement is is most likely to help me on that list but can't we just cut to the chase and name Des Moines the greatest city in the world you just did thank you Jurassic World made half a billion dollars worldwide this weekend what did we learn we learned that dinosaurs are cool people love checking their brains at the door for a good summer popcorn movie yep. And Chris Pratt is quickly becoming the biggest movie star in the world. He is. Heard he's funny in this. Sound off survey results. Who you got? Well, John, you'll like the results of this. 79% of 
About what I expected. Michael Jordan. Yeah, yep. about what I expected. Yep, that's about the way it goes. Let's get 60-second sound off in. We'll start it with uh, Tom in Lambs Grove on the NBA Finals. Quick thought from you, Tom. Uh, yeah, I just uh, I like to reflect on LeBron tonight. I feel like you know he's taking a lot of shots, but I feel like for the Cavs to win, he's got to hoist about 50 shots. Uh, they need him. Um, you know, even if he shoots about 20 percent, you know, I think it could get job. I mean, I had the guys supporting pass, getting it done, and Curry. You know, he he uh, he's something special, man. He could be the greatest of all time. Thank you, guys. Thank uh, you. I I don't think LeBron likes playing this way, but no. he has to. No, that's what I said, and, and I think LeBron's got to shoot it 35 times a game, but he has to, otherwise you're letting like guys like Delavadova shoot it. Ron in Creston. Yeah, I've seen uh, Iowa State's uh, new coach. Uh, it's a new uh, new coach with a different ball team, but uh, Murray State's been on Iowa's uh, tune-up schedule a lot, and uh, they haven't even come close to beating the Hawks. Go Hawkeyes. Murray State has been on Iowa's tune-up schedule? I don't remember the Hawkeyes playing Murray State. I don't, I don't remember um, that either. Could be wrong, but... I don't remember Murray State playing the Hawkeyes. Doug wanted to give a shout-out to girls' state soccer. That's going to happen in just a moment because uh, we're back next week. Hope you are, too. We leave you with the sound-off send-off. Ankeny Hawkettes celebrating a state soccer championship. Freshman Morgan Bennett scores her first goal as a varsity player, and it's the golden goal game winner. Ankeny beats Pleasant Valley 2-1 in overtime. Take a look at these highlights and have a good night.